Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Community exists to create emotional relationships. It's becoming way less about, you know, what do you know and way more about what can you do. The secret strategies behind reaching millions of people through a single piece of content. It really is the core of digital marketing. People think that entrepreneurs are these fly-by-the-seat-of-their-pants wild individuals, and they're not. That's the furthest from the truth. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome to episode 156 of Perpetual Traffic. We've got a couple special guests coming on the show today. Garrett Holmes and Jenna Snavely. Digital marketer, which I'm sure you actually know, is the host of this podcast, Perpetual Traffic. And today, we're going to be talking to the co-hosts of a new podcast coming out. It's a digital marketing podcast. And we're going to talk about what is working today and how to integrate podcasting in general and content marketing and all that good stuff. So super excited. It's going to be Molly, myself, Garrett, and Jenna. How are you guys all doing? Doing great. Really good. Cool. Thanks for having us on. Awesome. Happy to be here. So this is a pretty big announcement. Yes. Digital marketers coming out with another podcast, right? And it's live now. This has been a long time coming and, and we've put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this. So we're excited to see our baby launch yeah. and out into the marketing world. A lot of man hours over a hot podcast <laughs> microphone. <laughs> yeah, I swear <laughs> our our podcast booth is like 25 degrees warmer than the rest of the office. So we always come in here when it's oh, a little wow. bit cold, but yeah. after a couple hours in the studio, you get a little you get a little antsy to get out of here. Your guys' show launched on what day? The 29th. 29th. So it's been live, so you can find it in iTunes, or I'm sure linked in the show notes over at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 156 of Perpetual Traffic. Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to hear about this. I know when we first approached Ryan a few years ago, 
they'd wanted to bring on and really be a media publisher of multiple podcasts. And I think that's still is the long-term vision. Tell us a little bit about the show. Yeah. So it's a journey through the landscape of digital marketing. So we introduce you to some key players, talk about what they're doing, talk about what are some new strategies they've got going on, any changes to algorithms, because mm. algorithms often change. Love that buzzword. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we talk about niching down, you know, a lot here at Digital Marketer. And, and with this podcast, we wanted to make sure that our niche wasn't too far down. We wanted to cover kind of the broader topics around the world of digital marketing. And we realized that we were having so many great conversations with people in the marketing space. And we had so many people coming to our headquarters here that were just sharing stories and telling us all about the things that are working in their businesses. We were like, why aren't we recording this? This is a perfect opportunity to get them on the microphone and hear what they're doing in their world and find out how you can apply that to your business. So that's kind of been the goal for us. We get a little deep too about life. <laughs> yeah, we do get deep. There've been a couple episodes where a couple of tears have been shed completely <laughs> randomly. Like we're just like asking questions and all of a sudden we get down this rabbit hole of emotion and you're like, wow, who knew that digital marketing could be so compelling? I mean, we've actually got a little clip here for you from our episode with Billie Jean Shaw. It was an amazing episode where he, he took us inside his method for making successful YouTube ads. This right here is where he was telling us a story of how he was able to turn his weaknesses into his greatest strengths. Take a listen. If anyone knows your face, it's, it's from these amazing advertisements that you put on in the world, but it's not really an ad, it's content. Short movies. What, what, yeah. yeah. Kind of walk. So fun. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, the, the wolf of... of Paid advertising? Yeah. yeah oh my fun. God, that's so good. So <laughs> Thank you. with all of the emergence in the publishing world, it was the pivot to video and, and video ads becoming this big thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you kind of got at it before everyone else. Yeah. And what kind of pushed you to go towards video and what kind of inspired you to move into this? Here's how to do it. And you got to go with video. I got lucky because I've always loved video, but I only loved video because I'm such a shitty student. So what I mean by that is the teachers would be like, so you guys need to do this PowerPoint presentation and present in front of the class. I'm like, teacher, look, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to do a PowerPoint presentation. Can I do a video instead? And I would get obsessed making these funny videos and I, I see myself staying up all night to do it and then I fell in love with it so when I started like the ad agency I need to get customers I did video because I just thought it was easier <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's how like I kind of got open to it but then also I had so many limiting beliefs when I first started doing video I was young low 20s I was this black kid who didn't finish his last class in college and I was trying to sell to these middle-aged white dudes Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, my personality's out there. So I'm like, man, how can I be persuasive out there? And I remember this one thing. Nothing sells like proof. So what I used to do is I used to record the results I was getting with clients because I felt like I had so much to prove. So I did videos because I was trying to overcome all of these other limiting beliefs because I'm like, all right, I may be all of these things, but if I can just show them what I did and I can document it, and that's literally what took me from living at my mom's house to making one video ad of showing how I was like selling these physical products and killing it. And then it just said, call now if you'd like me to do the same for your business. That one video ad took me to 10 grand the next day. Where can they find the podcast right now, URL wise? Perpetual traffic is digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Will that change? Should people find 
this information in two different places. Do you know how that's working? Yeah. So right now, we're actually working on completely revamping the Digital Marketer website. But until that is completely rolled out, we're going to share a URL. So you can find the Digital Marketer podcast alongside Perpetual Traffic at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. So you'll be able to kind of mix and mingle in there and have all the podcasts in one place. And the ultimate goal is when we redo the website, we're going to have some navigation, some more categorization features, especially as we launch more podcasts down the road. Awesome. Love it. You know what's interesting? It's been three years, almost to the day, since we launched Perpetual Traffic. It's gone by really fast. And obviously, a lot's changed in digital marketing and podcasting since then. I know that there is an execution plan inside DM Lab that I made on how to launch a podcast. We've had a few episodes here about it on Perpetual Traffic. But I'd love to dive into your all strategy behind launching this podcast, because I'm sure there are some similarities, but a lot has also changed. And I'm sure that we can give you guys some wisdom. You know, if we were to go back three years, how would we have done this process different? So I think this episode is great to announce this new podcast, but we also have a ton of listeners here on Perpetual Traffic that have their own podcast or who are thinking about launching their podcast. So if you guys could give us an overview of how you launched the Digital Marketer podcast, I think this would be a fun conversation for the four of us. Absolutely. Well, I I wish we could hold up a visual, but you know, we're bound by the microphones here, but we put together a two page checklist of all of the steps that needed to be done kind of for our launch. And it'll be fun to kind of dive through some of the strategy there and go into what we did. But I think the biggest thing for us was trying to find out as much information about launching a podcast in 2018. So from all of the research that we did, it's very apparent that the podcast landscape has evolved and changed over the years. And I'm sure you all have noticed it. It changed dramatically since when y'all launched. One of the biggest changes that I was reading about across many of the resources that we were looking at was that in March, iTunes actually changed the way that they are bringing podcasts into the new and noteworthy section. And I'm, I'm curious to hear about your experience getting into new and noteworthy because that was kind of a big goal for us, you know, was, okay, we need to launch. We need to get all the promotional assets and all of our campaigns ready to go so that we can get a new and noteworthy. But it seems to be like nowadays, not only is it a very busy marketplace, there's a lot of podcasts going out right now, but something is going on with the new and noteworthy where it doesn't seem to be operating the same way that it did in the past. Yeah. When we launched, we launched with a contest because we knew that the more downloads and the more reviews that we could get in those first few weeks would catapult us up on the new and noteworthy where hopefully we would hang out for eight weeks, which I know that we did. So what we did was first we decided the theme of the podcast. We all wanted to talk about traffic, but we knew that we didn't want it to be just interview based. We really wanted to do a lot of teaching Mm -hmm. and we've held true to that through the three years, which has been really fun. So a mix of the three of us talking about a subject or one of us teaching a subject 
project and bringing guests on. I think that's been a really powerful part of perpetual traffic and a step that a lot of people miss. They don't really pick a theme for the podcast (laughs) that best fits their goal for the podcast and the way that they share information. So I love that this kind of came organically to you guys. Having people in the office sharing cool things, you realized, wow, we just want to record this and get this out there, right? Absolutely. And then we ran a contest for uh, free traffic and conversion summit tickets. So basically the contest was that anyone who entered the contest for these free tickets, they were also encouraged to leave us an honest review on iTunes. And so I think within the first few days, we had like 200 or so reviews. And we also launched with three episodes, which allowed us to get more downloads in that smaller amount of time because people would listen to three episodes versus one. So really launching with the three episodes, launching with the contest, using digital marketers media, the email list, some Facebook ads, the audience that Keith has built, that's really the strategy that we used to get on the new and noteworthy and stay there, if that makes sense. So the contest ran for, I think, four to six weeks, Keith. I can't remember exactly, but we ran the contest for a good amount of time so that we knew we would still have people trickling in, reviewing the show, and watching the first three episodes. And then from there, we've rolled out an episode every Tuesday sense with the help of Darren, our amazing editor. We've put some ads behind it. We've obviously mentioned it whenever we're speaking at events or on other podcasts and podcasts are fun. It's sort of like a little snowball effect to where once you start, you just watch it grow. But definitely the beginning, that launch period is the most important to really get it off the ground. No doubt. Garrett, do you know how it's changed since like the new and noteworthy? Everything that I've been reading is saying basically that no one has quite cracked the egg. You know, no one's quite figured out what this new, new and noteworthy section is all about. A lot of the resources out there right now are saying that this is becoming more of a manual process and Apple is actually handpicking select shows to get in there. In a weird way, that just doesn't seem right in an age where everything is automated and algorithms run the internet. It just seems so odd that they would revert back to that. But quality control issues sometimes come into play and humans are the only ones who know what to do. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Facebook's system for approving and disapproving ads. There's an algorithm, but when something's in question, a human's going to dive in. And I think that's what's always been interesting about iTunes. It's a black box. You're not really sure how it works. You don't get much data from iTunes about your podcast. But what I do know is is when a podcast launches and it immediately receives a ton of downloads and reviews, well, that's telling iTunes that this is good, right? People like this. And I'm sure that they've added on an extra human element to make sure it's actually a valuable podcast that's done well with good information right. so that people can't hack the system and put out you know, crappy stuff that's <laughs> a bad experience for the users. I think that it's just even more important now that it's one channel right within your overall marketing and so that's where that distribution is such a huge factor and for us it was the biggest factor by far having that distribution right of of digital marketers audience and and my audience and when logan paul who has 17 million youtube (laughs) subscribers launches his podcast it's going to blow up the thing is is you need to build your brand whether it's through youtube 
through digital marketing and building your email list and all these things combined, Instagram, right? So if you're doing that, you want to leverage these other platforms. Yes, not everybody moves over from Instagram to podcasting or podcasting to Instagram. And I've definitely heard a lot out there in the mainstream social media marketplace that the podcasting algorithm is tougher now than it was before in terms to stand out and the searchability and and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why the distribution and building your overall brand is so much more important than ever in following the principles that we teach here and that you guys, I'm sure, are teaching in your show. So there's nothing you can do to blow it up overnight unless you have a database of half a million people. You're going to be okay, right? (laughs) It's like 25,000 people that love you or or 10,000 people that you're super engaged with that you're going to be good because if you have 10,000 people or even if it's 1,000 that open all your messages and your chats and all that stuff, then you're going to have that percentage of those people that are going to listen to every episode. And that's the key. Garrett, so you're in the launch phase right now. So it's great that you're on here. This is good timing because hopefully everybody listening right now will hop over and listen to the Digital Marketer podcast after this episode. What's your all's plan for your launch? Like how many episodes are you doing a contest? Give us some details. Yeah. So we decided to launch with a trailer and four episodes. So the launch looks like you've got the trailer, you've got an episode with Damon John and Ryan Dice, Ezra Firestone, Susie Nelson, and Billie Jean. And we decided we really wanted to put out a variety of episodes so that different marketers could be attracted to to different topics, you know, pick and choose. Yeah. And our goal ultimately is we really dive into the storytelling experience and really draw people in through these compelling stories and relatable stories that these big wigs in the marketing industry are sharing. And you can resonate with those stories as well. One of the things that we say in our trailer is we want to make sure that you're the smartest person in the room. And when you're sitting in a meeting and talking about your marketing strategy or when you're launching your business and working with people to develop your business plan and how you're going to market your products, we hope that this podcast can serve as a tool to get you thinking about those big concepts and get you thinking about the marketing industry as a whole so that you're not just pigeonholed on one topic and get stuck in this vortex almost. So every week is going to be something completely different. And every week there's going to be some themes that will be relatable and bring you back and make sure that you know that this is the Digital Marketer Podcast. This is Jenna and Garrett coming at you from the Batcave and Digital Marketer HQ in Austin, Texas. (laughs) We have a lot of fun with it. And while we do dive into these tactics and strategies and things that you can implement in your business today, we also dive into some very, very human elements of business and marketing and how it's important to remember that we're all people, you know? Yeah. We all have a lot to learn and a lot of ways that we can grow as individuals. So I think we kind of tackle a lot of that within the marketing mix of our content. So it's exciting. Cool. Well, I can't wait to listen to it. From a launch standpoint, if you guys can, like, what's your strategy? Obviously, you're going to email the DM list. Like, just for people out there, we sort of shared how we launch perpetual traffic. What does a new age podcast launch look like for people out there wanting to do it for themselves? Well, believe it or not, there will be a contest for TNC tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we took a awesome. page out of the Molly Pittman EP for launching a podcast and we're going to go cool. along with the same thing. Something new that we added to the mix is we wanted to really make sure that people were able to visualize kind of the concept around this and really grasp the idea that we're taking you on this journey through the world of digital marketing. We teamed up with a group of animators who 
took the trailer that Darren produced for the show and adapted that into a small animated feature where Jenna and I become cartoons for the first time in our lives. And <laughs> nice. I really, yeah, it's the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you can head over to digitalmarketer.com backslash blog and check out the announcement post. And within the announcement post, you'll be able to see the video. So that's a really, cool. really fun piece of the puzzle. And yes, I look exactly like that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> we, we both do. We both do. Yeah. And we're definitely going to use that as kind of a way to reach an audience on Facebook. We're putting some money behind it right now and really trying to bring people in who might not be as familiar with the digital marketer brand. We're going to have a lot of people listening who are like, "Ooh, this is about launching a podcast. I'm so excited to listen to this podcast about launching a podcast with these two successful podcasts that have been launched, but they don't have a fan base or an audience already of 10,000 people or 700,000, whatever. But I would just love to talk about how to launch a successful podcast when you don't have an audience. That's a great question. If you guys go to episode 38, we really flesh this out more, but it's a great question. And a few things that we recommend is number one, buy traffic if you can and if you have the money. So for example, Garrett and Jenna have this awesome video that they're going to use to run Facebook ads to cold traffic to generate awareness for this podcast. You could absolutely do the same and you don't even need a highly produced video. I think what we did is we took the audio from our trailer and slapped it again the perpetual traffic logo and ran that as a Facebook video ad. I think we also used a carousel ad that had our first three episodes highlighted in that carousel ad so that they could click through. This is a good one if you don't want to spend money. Think of this as almost an affiliate model. So if you're wanting to launch a podcast in a particular market, definitely contact some of the bigger people or the big brands that have media in your market and see if there's some way you can work together, right? Whether it's having them on your podcast so they will distribute or you getting on their podcast to get the word out, or maybe you do a contest together, or maybe there's some sort of blog piece that's written that's a joint piece of content that promotes the podcast. But if you can't pay for it, it, but you're really wanting to get this podcast out to a market, you need to in some way partner with people who do have those eyeballs and have that attention already aggravate, aggravated, aggravated, aggregated, <laughs> <laughs> aggregated. To take that to another level is in traditional influencer type marketing, right? You're literally direct messaging influencers or maybe people that you can collab with, maybe that are at a, a smaller level. So Maybe you know you've got a couple thousand subscribers and you can go reach out to somebody else that's in a sort of similar environment that you can tell looking at their reviews. Maybe they don't have a huge audience quite yet. And then you can sort of move up together. The other thing that you could do is along the lines of advertising a little more creatively is think about podcast advertising. Maybe you can find one or two podcasts that do accept advertisements, you know, so where they're reading that or it's natural. I know that's going to be something that's going to be a little bit expensive, but maybe you do it for a month. You know, you pick one or two or three podcasts that would literally they're reading about your podcast. There's a lot of creative ways that you can do this. And the other thing is just patience. You know what I mean? You have to have Mm -hmm. patience. You have to realize that 
if you don't have a big audience, it's just not going to grow fast. And except there's going to be exponential moments. And I think when you're starting out much smaller, you have a lot higher likelihood of something like that happening than maybe than we would, right? Where we started out with a fairly good sized distribution and it just grew steadily over time. But you might have something where you're hustling every day, you're creating that content, you're being consistent, you're being patient. And then one day somebody with influence randomly comes across your podcast or you reach out to and you do a collab or they do something. And then you go from averaging uh, 500 downloads per episode to one episode gets... 10,000 downloads. That's what can happen if you're patient and hustle. Yeah, I agree. And the name of the game with podcasting is just consistency. Mm -hmm. Whatever your model is, how often you record or how often you release is up to you. But it's a long game, you know, and it's something that needs to be tended to like a blog. So I just always like to put that out there for people who are thinking about launching a podcast. You know, this is a huge commitment. And it's not something that you're just going to do once and walk away from if you want it to be successful. You need to make sure that this is something you want to continue to do week over week, month over month, year over year. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a commitment to your listeners, right? Like perpetual traffic isn't about Keith and Ralph and I or digital marketer. It's about the people that listen to it. And, you know, the people that come up to you at events or send you Facebook messages about how this free content saved their business. That's what this is really about. And like you said, Garrett, storytelling Mm -hmm. and, you know, podcasting is such an intimate medium where you're literally in someone's ears, right? People are like, I listen to you when I work out or before (laughs) bed. I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Totally agree. Awesome stuff, Molly. hundred percent agree with you there. And you know what? The one thing I was going to add, if I was launching a podcast right now, this is what I would do. Let's say didn't have an audience at all, but I was saying, I'm going to spend 50 bucks a day or or maybe a hundred bucks a day on advertising. What I would do is I would create a video ad trailer which was taking a few clips and then maybe one of us, like a 30 second ending clip. So I would do, literally, I would take three to four to five to six short clips or maybe two or three good ones and run that. That's literally a camera showing me while I'm talking, showing Molly while she's talking. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to mix in Ralph, Molly and me making a little point so we could run. Maybe it's a five to 10 minute video ad running in Facebook and then a one minute version for Instagram story, whatever. It's a 15 seconds, not going to really make the huge impact for something like this. But I would do a one minute one for Instagram and then I would do a three to 10 minute one for Facebook and I would run that. What happens is when people see that, and I would go out to, you know, maybe not huge audiences right away if I want to get that momentum and a smaller audience so people get to know me, but, you know, fairly midsize. And I would run that and then have a call to action going to uh, download. So maybe going to the download page on my site as well as directly to the iTunes for mobile and stuff like that. It's going to see which call to action works better and which ones get more downloads. It's kind of hard to tell, but you just have to do them both. We've been fortunate to speak at several digital marketer events and stuff, but it gets people, what happens is when they see a video of you talking behind the screen is when they're listening to it later on, they have that picture of you now. Right. And so that's what I would do. They can put a face to the voice. Right. Yeah. And also on Facebook, the things that people really interact with are 
the posts and videos that look the most personal. So it's usually the least produced videos or images work the best because it looks like the cat that their friend just posted, right? Or, you know, their sister's new baby, right? It's the quality of content people are used to consuming. So it would be cool for you guys to test just like a Skype video of you guys, you know, recording something because people will stop and think, wow, what are these people doing? You know, this is real. This isn't an ad and really develop that relationship with you all. Yeah, that's a good one, Keith. Since you guys have already recorded several episodes and if you're listening to this right now, there might be one live, there might be two and they might be, you know, launching with four and then the trailer, you know, there might be 10 by the time you're listening to this. Either way, I know you guys have recorded several. You recorded, I think, 10 to 15 already. If you had to just like in general, what would be the one or two or three you know, biggest takeaways that you took from your guests or that you felt that you guys kind of delivered to people, to your new potential listeners as well, that you think might be helpful for our listeners in terms of how to have success, how to grow your business using digital marketing in today's environment, 2018, as we head into 2019 and 2020. I think what I'm noticing with all the conversations we're having right now is that the most successful marketers are having conversations. And that it's just so huge to be a human and to express your humanity through your brand and to just go beyond those points of connection and make them a lot deeper. To piggyback on that, this is kind of something that I've personally gained from this, but I think it holds a lot of value. And it's this idea of don't be afraid to ask questions. Within our industry, there are so many things that change and there are so many things that we don't know. And, you know, through Jenna and I doing this podcast, we ask a lot of questions. We interview people multiple times a week. And when you ask a question and you get answers to these things that you just had no idea about, you start to better yourself. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately is, is this idea of what are we getting from asking all these questions? It's just this, this wealth of knowledge. And how can you apply that to your business? Well, it's like, ask your peers what's working in your world. Ask your peers how you're doing. Ask the people that you look up to what's going on. And also don't be afraid to ask your customers what's happening in their world. I think the power of questions is something that is a huge, huge takeaway for me through this experience. What I'm kind of getting here is you have, if I'm somebody right now that wants to make an impact and stand out from the crowd that I know, and I'm seeing this too, right? With people that are really blowing up in, in a good way right now. It's those marketers that are are not afraid to pull back the curtain, right? Yep. Show them their flaws, not just their successes. Be completely authentic. Ask a lot of questions, but maybe a good word would be listening, right? They're very good listeners. Mm -hmm. They're looking through the comments. They're listening. They're commenting to people. So they're really in tune to what their customers, what their listeners, what their viewers, their followers, their fans, what they really want. And then when you do that, when you're not only asking questions, but you're answering questions and you're listening, when people feel like you are listening to them, guess what? They feel like they're being heard. And that's really when it goes down as deep as it gets. That's what every human being, every child, cousin, girlfriend, husband, wife, partner, that's what we all want, right? We all want to feel like yep. we're heard. And I think the people that are doing that, you know, Ezra does a great job of that. And a lot of the guests that you guys have probably had, and I've seen out there, the people that are doing that, you know, the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world, they're amazing listeners and communicators. And like you said, and we talked about this a little bit on the podcast we just recorded before we got on with you, that's episode 154. And we talked about over automating, you know, sometimes if you have high end customers, just give them a call on the phone, 
you know, instead of trying yeah. to have mm-hmm. some weird automated thing sent out to them, just call them up, you know? So I love it. It's all about conversations and more importantly, deep, more intimate conversations. If you can do that at scale, right? At scale. Yeah, so, absolutely. Love it. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. A message to everyone who's working out or going to bed right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, it's one o'clock my time right now, Pacific Seattle time. We just interviewed Sonia Keenan, who uh, it was 4 a.m. her time when we got on our call. Oh, um, man. Oh, Australia. what a trooper. <laughs> it was early. Dedication. Let us know, how can people go check out the podcast? Where can they find it? Where can they find out more about you? Anything like that? And uh, go check it out. We'll have the link in our show notes right now. That's going to be at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast, episode 156. Yeah, we've got Jenna and Garrett from the Digital Marketer Podcast on. Go check it out. It's live now on iTunes. We'll link out to that as well. And any other closing thoughts you guys want to jump in? Other than that, we'll uh, wrap it up and Thanks again for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This was a blast. You yeah, know, finally awesome. able to get on perpetual traffic. I did it. We've been <laughs> we've been fanning over y'all for years. So thanks for having us on. And yeah, exactly what you said. Head over to iTunes, head over to Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, leave us a review if you like it. And if you don't, leave us some feedback. Hey, we're always learning and growing. So thanks again, Keith. And hopefully we'll be on again sometime near in the future. Yeah, and thanks both of you for your wisdom. For sure. Cool. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Grant, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, guys. Garrett Holmes here of the Digital Marketer Podcast. We're so excited about this brand new show and we can't wait for you to listen. So head on over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a subscribe and uh, leave us a review. We're always learning. We're always growing. So the feedback is, is super, super helpful. And don't forget, we've got an awesome opportunity for you to win a free ticket to Traffic and Conversion Summit 2019. So head on over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash blog. Again, that's digitalmarketer.com forward slash blog to find out how exactly you can enter to win tickets for Traffic and Conversion Summit 2019. Thanks again for taking the time today. And we've actually put together a little trailer for you showcasing exactly what this new show is going to be all about. So without further ado, the Digital Marketer Podcast. This is Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. My name is Garrett Holmes. And my name is Jenna Snavely. And we're your guides on the journey through the world of digital marketing. Each week, we will be traveling to meet with amazing thought leaders and entrepreneurs and walking alongside them through their stories and insights. We have access to the key players in marketing, and we want to share their knowledge with you. Each week, we'll be heading back to the Batcave, Digital Marketer HQ, and bringing you with us to unpack these conversations. We want to make sure that you can take these strategies, these tactics, and implement them starting today. Our goal is to make sure that you're the smartest person in the room. Hell yeah. And first stop on the journey, we sat down with Susie Nelson, the queen of community. Community exists to create emotional relationships. It's about having your members actually talking to each other more than they're talking to you. Next stop is Ryan Dice and Damon John. I want to make sure people understand this. People think that entrepreneurs are these fly by the seat of their pants, wild individuals, and they're not. That's the furthest from the truth. 
Throughout this journey, we'll be introducing you to people like Ezra Firestone, who's not only an e-commerce kingpin, but also uses his success and strategies to make the world a better place. I think, especially for our generation, we care a lot more than the baby boomers cared about manufacturing process transparency. That was not a thing. It's now become a thing. Like, how is this stuff being made? People really care about that now. So buckle your seatbelt and strap yourself in for the wild ride through the world of digital marketing. And we want you to experience it all with us. This is the Digital Marketer Podcast. Coming soon to headphones and speakers near you. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.